Okay, good morning. Today's daf is daf Pei Aleph. Today's shir is Le'ilu Nishmas. Sorry. Chana Sarah Bas Chaim Yitzchak and Chaya Shulamit Sarah Meira Bas Chaim. May the Neshomas have an aliyah and may the memory be a blessing. And may we also, may our learning also be a merit for all the soldiers and the hostages and may we just uh, have uh, salvation from Hashem mm-hmm. okay so we're going to go from Aval Isha Achas um, but one woman with two men we said was permitted so he says so it's about the 8th last line of Pam with base ATB this is with kosher we definitely did this yesterday but I'll just read it quickly anyway um, pardon? Okay, so basically this last point, I'll, I'll say it outside, is that this that we say one woman is can be in Yichud with two men, that's where we're dealing with Ksherim, good men. But if you do, yeah, we'll discuss in today's stuff who's considered kosher, who's a kosher man. Um, but in, uh, but if they uh, him, if they promiscuous, lowly men, then it doesn't matter how many, it's always Yichud. Trying to think, uh, how far do you go? So you have a stadium full of men and one woman. <laughs> but uh, it's probably not unlikely that you have a stadium full of men that are not Kshayrim, sadly. But there might uh, be a couple of Kshayrim. Yeah, so if there are a couple of Kshayrim, or, you know, at what point do we cut off and say, okay, there's so many people, it is not an instance of Yichud anymore. We are going to see further down the page that even where it's a lot of people, there's still certain precautions that you should take. But uh, I was just wondering that. Okay. Omar, have you heard something we're talking about? What you just said now. Basically, you've got to look at the man, the woman, and the situation where they're in. I mean, if there's two well, let, yeah, people yeah, let's see. Like, there's a woman there, okay. If there's two, if there's two, if two men in a pub with a woman there, then it's. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> then it could be Yehud. But again, remember, Yehud's uh, aspect of seclusion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's an interesting. The, uh, I'll mention it now. There's an interesting machlokes in the Achronim, how to understand the seclusion. What happens if it's... Uh, let, let's wait till we get a bit further down the page. So top of Pei Aleph Omaralef 81a says, Omar of Yudah Marab, Rav Yehuda said in the name of Rab, Loishanu Ela Be'ir. This leniency that one woman with two men is not Yichud is only in the city. But if they're traveling, you need three. One of them is going to have to go find somewhere to urinate. And we see that one will be alone with the erva. So again, um, interesting to note, we're not talking about a private place. We're talking about a public place, a road. They're on a journey. However, it's a secluded area or a what's it, a quiet area. You're in one of those, what? Uh, almost a cliche, a winding country road. So there you would have a problem. Uh, Rabbi Moshe Feinstein's concerned even on the highway driving with a woman who's Osir to him because you might turn off, you can easily turn off the highway into a quiet place. So that's something to take into consideration. Name him, so, 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 I mean, the big question of Kuntara is how do you ever go on a date? Um, but that's another, that, I mean, that's, a, that's further, but I just wanted to bring out that, that aspect of is it, it's, a, it's not necessarily only in a private place that it's Yechud, it's if it's a quiet place. Name a Oh, I've got a good support for this. We say that you have to send two Tamidei Chachomim with him 
when he's going up to Yerushalayim, this is the husband of the Soiter. You don't want him to be alone with his wife. So you send two Tamidei Chachamim with him. I trade the Ihu or Tlasa, the husband and two men. And two Tamidei Chachamim, you have three. So Gamora says, not necessarily, it's not a good proof. Maybe there you want them to be two witnesses. I said that if he does have beer with his wife, then they come and they say he's had beer. Once the husband's had beer with his wife, who was a Sota, he can no longer do the Sota procedure. The Sota ritual. Okay, um, a point on that, Rav. Rav and Rav Yehuda were walking on the way and there was this woman in front of them, by them. So, come, hurry up, hurry up, we want to get before Gehenna. If we remain in this situation, we're going to be in Yichud and uh, inherit Gehenna. I mean, quite a strong way was he saying because of the dangers of being in Yichud. Ah, Yichud leads to beer with an erva which is very severe. Even using this phrase just to say to be in the situation of Yichud is uh, one step in Gehenna. Okay, but didn't you say with kosher people? Again, if you look at the top of the page, it was. Sorry, it wasn't. Uh, who was it? Where did we see Elabiksharim? So this is Rav. You told us if it's two good people, it's not Yichud anymore. So you think I was referring to good good men like us? What sort of good people was I referring to? And his friends. And if you go back to page uh, 39b in this Masechta, you'll see what phenomenal pious people Rabbi Hanina Bar Papa and his uh, friends Rabbi Tzad- and his colleagues Rabbi Tzadok and Rabbi Kahana were. So he's saying that the sort of kosher person. Now, if you take Rav literally, this is again touching on the point of how kosher do you have to be? If you take Rav literally, well then we basically say there's no one who meets this criteria. Who could be as pious and saintly as Rabbi Hanina Bar Papa and Ifechaveirov? I mean, even Rav and Rav Yehuda, the Gedali Ador, weren't good enough. So, and the Rambam on the surface seems to learn like that. And therefore, we would not have this leniency of Yichud, one, one woman with two men. Because no one meets the criteria of Kshayim. The other is Shainim, and this is how the Ramor Paskins, we talk about good men, average men. You don't have to be a tzaddik to be a kosher, you talk about average men. And that would be, luckily, the Ramor Paskins like that, it makes life uh, livable, otherwise it would be very, very difficult in many, many situations. Okay, Omar Rab Malkin ala yichud va'ino ala yichud. We would give a, a, a couple lashes for going into, a couple, they're not a couple, a man and a woman, lashes for going into Yichud, but we would not say that is enough to oyster her to her husband. If a man and a woman and a married woman go into Yichud, that is not strong enough to make the woman forbidden to her husband. This that you give lashes is only when it's a single girl. It says, But if it's a married woman, you're not going to give lashes for Yichud. Why? So that people don't speak badly about her children. If you lash a man and a woman for going into seclusion, people are going to say, Ah, something happened there. You gave her lashes. Oh, her children, Mamzerim. 
So because of that, you don't give lashes to a married woman. However, Mazutra, Malkiel Machris, Mazutra would give lashes and annals. He would say, you give, we're giving lashes because they went into Yichud. But not because she's an Aisha Sis who committed adultery. So he would still give lashes for Yichud to a married woman, but he would, what's it, counteract the, the disparaging speaking about the children because by announcing why they were giving lashes. Why don't you also give lashes and make the announcement? You said you're not even prepared to give lashes to a married woman. So You might have someone who hears about the lashes but didn't hear about the announcement. Again, when people are gossiping, they're not going to necessarily discuss why. They're going to say, she should have seen so-and-so. They got lashes for being in seclusion, for, you know, in the whole story. And uh, the people around won't hear that. But not that anything happened and the children are fine. So therefore, he still wasn't prepared to take the chance of giving lashes to a married woman. It's just interesting. We see how far Chazal were prepared to go to protect the reputation of the children. Can you imagine someone who... Un- inappropriately or unjustif- without justification speaks badly and casts doubt on someone's yichus uh, or a thing that would fall very seriously into the halachas of Lashon Hara. Amarav Malkin We give lashes because the rumors are not good. What I hear about you is not good. What Rav's saying is that this is learned out from the children of Eili. The sons of Eili, Chofni and Pinchas were quite evil. Kohanim, they exploited their position of power. If you read the Tanakh on the surface, they committed adultery. Any woman who wanted to come off for a korban that they needed, they would almost sleep with them. So, that, you know, um, Chazal temperate and say, no, they just delayed them going back to the house. And said, oh, the way they were. And they exploited by taking uh, shares in korbanas that they didn't really deserve, that weren't due to them, etc. So they were quite evil and rough. And their father, Eli, came and said, what I hear about you is lot of ashmur. It's not good. What I hear about you. Oh, law. It's a negative. You're transgressing the negative commandment of what I hear about you is not good. And therefore, if there were rumors going around about someone, I don't know if it's only in the context of promiscuity or other areas of, as well, but if there are rumors going around about a person, you would give lashes for transgressing this negative commandment of lot of hashmua. It says, oh, it says, This is Eli speaking to his sons. Um, Mazutra would place something on them, a rope around their neck or something, and give them lashes, saying, Albany, Albany. He would highlight this negative command when he's giving lashes. And someone who say, um, Rashi says, um, What does it mean, umikrile? So he says, to tell everyone that it's because of this negative commandment, i.e. having evil rumors spread about them, that they're getting lashed. And Marcos it discusses, when you give someone lashes, you said, you announce why they're getting the lashes. So this would almost be to fulfill that requirement. I think everyone agrees that this is only Midrabonin, though. But Rabbonin can still give lashes for Midrabonin. Um, yeah. Okay, Omar. Give lashes is like a public thing. 
I'm not sure how public it is. I don't remember. Well, I mean, yeah, Lashes is also him doing tshuva, though. Yeah. And remember, there have already been two witnesses and warning and everything. So it's not, uh, I'm not talking about something he did in secret that someone found out. We're talking about someone who, there were two witnesses warning him. Yeah. If a husband's in the city, we don't have to worry about yichud. Now, this is a big discussion. Rashi says, why don't you have to worry about um, yichud? So he says, firstly, Rashi says, kos. We don't have to worry that it's yichud to give lashes. Because she's concerned that her husband might come any, any moment. So first point in Rashi, kos. it seems like Rashi is saying, you still shouldn't be in yichud with the woman whose husband's in the city. But if you are, because of the mitigating factor that her husband might rock up any minute, we, she won't get lashes. Um, Tosfos prove, not going to read the Tosfos inside, but Tosfos prove that the lash is, uh, that it's no, it's, that it's, hun- it's permitted. If Bala Be'ir, it's permitted. What did Rashi learn Bala Be'ir is? Because her husband might rock up, so she's afraid. According to other Rishonim, the reason is because with her husband in the city, she has this, um, what's it, hovering hesitancy in her mind that adds to be a mitigating factor. There's some big ramifications between that is what happens if she knows her husband's not going to rock up? He's gone into an important meeting. He's gone to a doctor's appointment. He, you know, he's, uh, what, he's having uh, surgery. So she knows her husband's not going to rock up. Then, according to Rashi, that might not count as Baala Be'ir. According to Tois, according to uh, the other Rishonim, who that it's because of this overwhelming, uh, this, what is this, fear in her mind, then, uh, this, um, then, it would, uh, then it would still work, could still work. Um, another question is, what's considered in the city? You're telling me the husband's in Santon and the wife's in, Jah- in uh, Glen Hazel. Or, you know, how far's in the same city? I mean, Johannesburg is quite a big city. What about New York? So you want to say it would be in the same neighborhood? Yeah. If Baal is in the same neighborhood. Okay, that's, uh, that's a Makhlokes Poskin, but something to be aware of. What's considered in the same city? I think if I remember correctly, Chazanish is very, very lenient with this. Uh, what's considered in the same city, but others are like, that doesn't make sense. How can you have a woman in uh, one side of Johannesburg and the husband on the other side, or on the one side of New York and the husband on the other side, you know, and I can say it's the same city. Yeah, so that's what Gavin wanted to say. So you would, uh, you would, you would argue about that. Yeah. No, they big cities, and today they wouldn't even fit into the nice Oh, my Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Similarly, if the door is open to the public domain, it's not considered yichud. So let's say a woman's at home and the handyman's there. So leave the front door open and it's no, no longer considered yichud. There's a question, does it mean leave the front door open? Or does it mean that the front door's unlocked? That's a machlokes. If the front door's unlocked and someone could just walk in, then there's grounds to be lenient. Um, that's the Mahlok as we showed him. Uh, the Ryan discusses it. Um, 
yeah, the, the ram in the back of the Gemara just brings, I think, the Rambam. I don't remember who says what, but it's, does the door have to literally be open, or can it be unlocked? Um, in South Africa, there's an added complication because even if the front door's unlocked, there's a big gate. So what is what is the mala of having the front door unlocked or open? <coughs> so Rashi said, um, and similar thing is if anyone could just walk in or anyone can see in, that's enough of a mitigate, mitigating factor that it's no longer Yehud. I'm trying to think there might have been another reason in the Rishonim, but I've forgotten. Um, and but th- those would also have uh, big ramifications. Um, yeah, how accessible does the property have to be to for it to no longer be Yehud? For South African men, something to be aware of. Don't remember that. Uh, I know Rav Sternbach discusses it amongst others. Is you, you end up very often being at home alone as a mate. Yeah. So how do you, if that not Yehud, one man and one woman? How do you manage? So if, okay, if you leave the front door unlocked, or if your wife or someone could, the children could be coming home any minute, then you could say that may be good enough. But if there's an other, maybe it's good enough. If there are other, but what happens if you know your wife's uh, gone, taken the kids out for the afternoon, or gone to visit her parents, or you know, or you know, so that's, uh, that's something to be aware of. I'm not sure. What the, I don't remember how they. On the surface, it would be very problematic, um, but I don't remember how the boss can come up. Okay, Rabbi Ikle Lebei Rabbi Yosef, boss of the Kolarif, so Rabbi went to visit Rabbi Yosef, and after he, they had supper, so they were having supper in the upstairs, boss of the Kolarif, Omer Luhu, Shokli Daga, Mituti Rabbi, Mituti Bibi. So him and his wife went downstairs, and he said, remove the ladder so Rabbi can't come downstairs. He says, I'm going out for a few minutes, my wife's staying at home, remove the ladder from Rabbi. So what's, we see that he was concerned that Rav Bibi and his wife would be in Yehud. That's why he said, remove the ladder between the upstairs and the downstairs. But didn't Rabbi say, if the husband's in the city, it's no concern of Yehud? So he says, shiny Rabbi, no, because they were very close friends, and therefore he was familiar with her. I, this that we say, Baal Be'ir works, is where it's a man she's not familiar with, the handyman, the, the guy come to fix the washing machine, or you know that sort of person, deliver the shopping. That's where we're not concerned about Yehud. But good friends, it's a problem. And I guess you could almost say that's a good, a good thing about this community is you see there are lots of couple friends and there are lots of men who are very friendly with other women's wives. Okay, as a social thing, it's how this community works, which is, I mean, it's nice how everyone gets on so well together, but it would basically take out all these, all this, this principle of a bala beir wouldn't act as a mitigating factor anymore and it's a serious problem. Um, so you're going to your good friend's for lunch, and you arrive early, and it's just the wife. Okay, you might say, okay, leave the front door open, or you know, so there might be other mitigating factors. But just to say, well, her husband's in town, it's not a mitigating factor when you're good friends. So something, else, so that would be uh, um, another issue. What happens if you have a room that's structured that the men are on the outside and the women are in the inside? 
So there's no reason for the men to go into the women's section because to get out, you go out with it and you're not going to go in. So therefore you don't have to worry about yichud. If the men are on, on inside and the women are outside, if the men are inside and the women are outside, so you're going to have a man walking into the women's section to get out, that's a problem because of yichud. But my niece, Tani Ibrahim, a price we learned the opposite. Oh my... No, because the man, a man with, well, I don't know how many, again, this comes back to, if there's one woman, if there's, definitely if there's only one or two women in the outer room, you're going to run into trouble. Because remember, one man can't be in seclusion with two women. What happens if it's a handful or something like that? Then it might not be a problem. But, okay, so Omar Abba'abai says, Manisa Tana Ibchen, a price, we learned the opposite. That if it's the, that if it's the men on the inside, then it's not a problem. Why? Because a man, woman going into a room with multiple men is not Yehud, so if a woman goes anywhere, and if a man leaving, well, he's never going to get up to anything, any business, because he doesn't know if any other men are going to leave and follow him, and therefore it's not, not a problem of Yehud. However, the other way around, if the woman on the inside, a man might sneak into the woman's section. Yeah, you're right. He shouldn't be going inwards. There's no excuse, but he could. So, Amr Abaya Hashad, Amr Abkahana, Hachi, Vatana, Manisa, Ibcha. Now that we have what Rav Kahana says and what the Brisa says, Ananavi Lechumru, we should go strict. And because of that, Abaya Dar Gufi, Rabbi Dar Kane, when they would have, when they would have public shiurim, that men and women would be there, Rav would set up these jugs between the men's and the women. So, or uh, where does he gave a few, Rashi says, um, yeah, wherever there was a gathering of men and women for a drosha or a chuppah or, or something like that, they would set up either jugs or sticks so that if a man tried to go into the woman's section, you'd hear a whole lot of noise and you'd be embarrassed and he wouldn't go. So again, here we're speaking about a crowd. We're at the, the Shabbos shir of the, or a chuppah. And they'd set this up because a man might wander into the woman's section. And Omar Avin, or some say Abaye, um, said, Sakfa de Shasa, the worst time of the year for these issues, is regular the festival. Because that's when there is the most, um, you know, the worst time of the year for Yehud. And these sort of, and our virus that stem from it is Yamosa Regal, the Days of the Festival. And he explains, Sheyesh Anoshim Anoshim, Sheyesh Rashi, Sheyesh Kvutsas Anoshim Anoshim, Nishmo Drosha. Men and women gather to hear the Drosha, Venoistim Venoistim Zenze, and they mix, they socialize with each other. And that's why it is such a dangerous time, I guess. Um, um, Tosfos ad, we just finished it, I think, this past uh, Monday. But he says, mm-hmm. yeah, He adds, first, they look at each other. That's why we have the Minak to fast, perhaps, after Pesach and Shuas. That's Tosfos bring the source for that Minak, is because of the dangers of the issues that arise around the socializing by the festival. What did you want to say? It's a very interesting story, and I think a lot to learn from it. But uh, we're just going to we'll go through it There was the certain woman who was captured, and they redeemed us when she came to Nardai, and they put her to stay in the attic of Rav Amram the pious, Rav Amram Chasida. 
He made sure to remove the ladder from under her so that Rabbi Amram would not be in Yichud with this captive who was in his house. When she was walking past, I guess, the trap door, she just she just lit up the room. She was so beautiful. That's a, it's a, it's a phrase of saying her beauty lit up the room. And she was so beautiful. It says, Rav Amram managed to pick up this ladder that it generally took 10 people to move. And when he was going up the ladder, again, this is his Yetzirah, uh, took total control of him and got him so passionate, so increased his desire so much that he was able to move this ladder. And when he was going up, he paused himself for a second when he was halfway up and Ramakala he shouted, there's a fire in Amram's house, a fire in Amram's house, so that everyone would come running in and he would no longer be in Yichud and he wouldn't have the desires anymore. So when his students came, they said to him, you've embarrassed us. You basically made the whole town aware that our Rosh Hashiva nearly stumbled with this uh, girl. Like, that's really embarrassing for us. <laughs> Interesting, they're not worried about him, they're worried. you're embarrassing us. Yeah. So, says, rather be embarrassed of, of Amram in this world than in the future world. I rather, rather suffer a bit of embarrassment now than in the world to come. You'll be associated with me, the, the Amram who committed uh, adultery. says, Nofak Mineiki Amudad Nura and. Uh, so I uh, left. I uh, skipped. Um, he made the Yetzirah leave him. And he made the Nura. A pillar of, it looked like a pillar of fire left him. Omar, he said, lay, Omar lay, said to him, You're fire and I'm flesh, but I'm better than you. I overcame you. So he said to the Yetzirah. I think, obviously, it's euphemistic, but we also speak of the same way. You know, the fire of passions, passions burning and things like that. And that's what uh, Rav Amram's uh, alluding to here. Okay, Rabbi Meir, have a misloitzate. Rabbi Meir, have a misloitzate for Rabbi Meir was mocking people who stumbled in Avera. It's like, what's the big deal? Why are people getting caught up in these things? Like, what are they doing? It says, One day, the Satan appeared to him, the Yetzar appeared to him, like a woman on the opposite side of the river. There wasn't even a ferry to get across. So he crossed, holding on to basically tightrope walking. He was so desperate to get across, he used a rope to get across the river to the And when he reached halfway across the river, the Yetzar left him. And Omar, he loved the Komachris Berakia, his Zero Berebi Meir, but Torah, be careful of Rebi Meir and his Torah. You know, I would have made you worth just two more, I would have made you worth 50 cents. I would have made you so lowly. What's the Yetzar? Obviously, don't judge people for the challenges they're going through, and especially never underestimate issues to do with Yichud and Arias and promiscuity. The Yetzar there is of burning fire, as we've just seen. Um, another interesting point is, what's the protection? It says, why did they tell in the heavens, why did they tell the Yetzirah that he has to leave Rebbe Meir? Because of his Torah 
learning Torah, learning Torah, that's the greatest uh, defense. Rabbi, similar story, Bikiva have a maslet for Abraham Avery, Bikiva would mock those who did Avery's Yuma Chat, Idmilai Sotan, Kiisus Abreish Dikla, a woman appeared, the Satan appeared to him like a woman at the top of a palm tree, Naktele Dikla, the Salkiva Ozil, he started climbing the palm tree, Rabbi Kiva started climbing the palm tree to get to this woman, Kimata the Palga to Dikla, Shavkai, the Yetzora left him when he reached halfway up, Omar, he loved the Makris Berukia, he's Uruber, Bikiva Tsaraso, Shavisela, the Damer Tartimai. Says, if not for the heavens telling me, leave Rabbi Kiva alone, because of his Torah, I would have made you worth 50 center would have totally ruined you um, again we see that never underestimate the power of the Yetzirah and don't mock up the people going through the challenge Plima have a the Maimur Kulyum Plima have the practice to, every day to say Gira Ba'ena the Satan arrows in the eyes of the Satan I almost his filler was that Hashem should uh, that he should that the that the or, that the Satan should be Ineffective. One erev Yom Kippur, the, the Yetzirah appeared to him like a poor person. And he shouted at the gate. He came begging at the gate. They gave him bread. So Omar says, no, look, it's erev Yom Kippur. Today everyone's eating inside. You're going to make me eat outside. Okay, so they brought him in, sat him down in the kitchen and gave him some food to eat. Everyone sitting at their tables and I'm alone in the kitchen. So they brought him to the table, so they brought him to eat with everyone. He was uh, full of boils and sores. Pussy sores, and he was acting really repulsively. And not only was he a repulsive, the, the Satan not only did he make himself repulsive, he was acting, he was just didn't have good table manners. He was uh, sniffing and snorting and eating with his fingers and you know, just being a vulgar thing in general. So, on my lay, Tiv Shapir. So they told him, you know, just sit nicely, behave. So, Omer Luhu, Hablu Kisa, can you give me something to drink? Can someone to drink? Yohu Fulay Kasa, they gave him something to drink. Achmar Shada Bey Kicha, he coughed, he spat his phlegm into the glass. Nochru Bey Saka Umeis. So they shouted at him and he died. The, the Oni, the Satan acting as the Oni died. So Shomad Ahavi Kaomri, Plimu Kotel Gabra, Plimu Kotel Gabra, there were rumors spreading that Plimu had killed this person, so now Plimu is worried that he's going to be arrested. So Ara Kotosha, Nafshei Babesaki says, so Plimu went and hid in the bathroom. Basrei Nof, Ozel Basrei Nofel Kamei. And this, uh, the Satan went and threw himself before him, I acting, acted dead in front of him, so that he'd like, be even that much more distressed. When uh, he realized how distressed, how much pain he was causing Klimo, he revealed himself. He says, Ta-da! I, just tri- I was tricking you, um, pulling your legs. Why did you do such a thing? Oh, so, sorry, the, 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 the Satan said to him, Why did you say this thing? Why did you always say, Arrows in my eyes, arrows in my eyes? So he said, What should I say? I need to ask, I need help to fight you. What should I say? So, you should daven to Hashem that he should rebuke the Satan. I don't daven that I'll be harmed or that I think. Satan telling him to rebuke himself. 
The Satan telling you, you need help against me, daven to Hashem to, take, to diminish my power. But don't uh, say things, stab the Satan in the R, stab the Satan in the R. That's just uh, not, no. that's just inciting me. And as you see, I can, def- I can cause you so much distress and trouble. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure exactly what. I think there's a lot more to that story than meets the eye. When he would. So, when Rav Ashi would say Tafnun, they used to insert personal tefillahs that were very dear to them, like out of distress. Hashem should save me from the Yetzirah. Um, so, and again, because you see the danger of the Yetzirah, you need to daven to Hashem to help you. Obviously, you have to put in the effort, but you're only going to really survive if you daven to Hashem to help you. Says, however, his wife heard him say this. My says, we haven't been together for many years because he's so old. He doesn't have desires. Why does he need to dive into Hashem? He's saying from the Torah. So Yomachara Hale Kogoris Bentayu Vitanya Kame. So one day he was uh, learning in the garden and his wife put on all her fanciest jewelry and she walked back and forth before him. So Omalamara she said, Who are you? So Ana Harusa the Hadrim Yumi says I'm this famous uh, um, Zonav that come from overseas. He says, Tova, and he propositioned her. He says, Okay, I want the pomegranate from the top of the tree as payment. This old man went and he got it for her. You see how desires can overpower a person. When he came home, his wife was lighting the fire and he went to sit in the oven. He wanted to commit suicide. Again, question, how can you commit suicide? I was very troubled. I was committing suicide because of how distraught he was over in Arabera. But okay. He says, what are you doing? So he told her what happened. So it was me. He didn't believe her until she proved it. She said, I'm still feel distraught because I, my intent was for evil. I granted that it turned out good. It was you, not a prostitute, but I still feel very, very bad. His whole life he was distraught and he would fast. He fasted because until he died that death. I don't know what it means, that death. The Tanya, and this is the idea we learned in the Bible, um, her husband will annul it and she will need forgiveness. This is, if a husband annuls a wife vow, she still needs for, if she transgresses while realizing he had annulled it, she still needs forgiveness. Let's see, this is very A woman who became a, a Nazar and she didn't know her husband. Um, her husband denied it and she drank wine and became Tom Amesim. She needs slicha. Rabbi Akiva have a kimotel high psuke, have a bochi. When Rabbi Akiva would reach his psuke, he would cry, Omar, Omar, Mishin, Iskavim, Lechol, Boss, or Chosib, Ola, Biyoda, Boss, or Tle, Omar, Torah, Tricha, Kapora, the slicha. She says, if someone who tried to eat chazir and ended up eating kosher needs kapora, mishin, it's coming, Lechol, Boss, or Chosib, Ola, Biyoda, Boss, or Chosib, Ola, has come, Bakama, how much more so someone who tries to do evil and does evil? Kayoite, Badava, Ata, Omer, similarly, it says, Lo yoda v'oshom v'nosa v'no. Um, he didn't know that he tripped the Avera. He's guilty and he will bear his sin. Keshoi Rabbi Kiva Magiel Apostle said, when Rabbi Kiva would reach this Apostle, Boichi would cry, Ma mission is kaven lechol shuman for Olabi yoda chaylev. Someone who planned to eat 
kosher and he ended up eating non-kosher, Amr Torah below Yadav Hashem, and he said, even though he doesn't know he's guilty, can you imagine? How much more so he has to be careful? And Isi ben Yehuda, Omer Isi ben Yehuda would say, Someone who someone who does not know he did that vera but to, might have he's guilty and he bears his sin anyone who I don't know Yudavu Adovim uh, Rashi says uh, she, anyone who has a heart to uh, to be aware of such things um, will be very Davui uh, I think will take it will, anyone who's clever will take this to heart um, yes not this room for today so it is your a man can be alone with his mother. He can be in Yichud with his sister. I visit once in a while. However, he can live with his mother and his daughter. So you can constantly be alone with your mother and daughter, but with your sister once in a while. You shouldn't be in Yichud with any of the Arayas. Never mind your mother or your sister, not even an animal, because that's forbidden. Oh, doesn't our Mishnah say you can even sleep in the same bed with your mother and daughter? Naked. So, and that's a rejection. Says, oh, but what about the Brisa which says regarding your sister and your mother-in-law and all other rights in the Torah, you can only be alone with them if they are Aidim. But Aidim in Shalom Aidim law, you can't be in Yehud with them. So Ella Tanai, the Tanya, she said to Matloikes Tanoim, and this is as we see in the Brisa. I was be careful that I'm not left alone with my daughter. And Omer Ibitafun, Iziru Bay Mibnei Kalosi, Ibitafun, I don't know what his novelty is, but be careful I'm not alone with my daughter in law. So, Liglo Olive Oisel Tamad, a certain student mocked him, how careful you are with these halakhas of Yichos. So, Omer Ibiavo, Mishim Ibihanina Ben, Gamliel Loho Yoyomi Moatim, Achenuchel Oisel Tamad Bachamosa. It wasn't long before that woman ended up being. Um, that man stumbled with an anim- with his uh, mother-in-law. He says, I feel you in Bahama, you're telling me this is even with an animal. When they would be in the fields learning or something, they would make sure that there were no animals around. Rav Khanan Minadai went to visit Rav Khan in Pumnahar and he saw he was sitting and learning, but there was an animal nearby. So, you do not hold for you shouldn't even be alone with an animal. So I'm alay, I didn't even know the animal was there. But if I did know it was there, I would have been careful. So I'm a robber, Misyach, Adam, Mishtay, Vamos. Let's leave it there for it. I'm a robber, Misyach, Adam, Mishtay, Vamos, Vishtay, Sores, Isha, Vachamoisa, Vin, Isha, Bas, Bala, Im Isha, Vitinoika, Shadur, Tum, Tam, Bia, Vain, Moisrin, Atzmola, Bia. He can be alone with women who would, are against each other. Because remember, if he goes with one of them, one will take the opportunity badly against him. So sister-in-laws and mother-in-law, those sort of people that are against each other you can be alone with. And even a, a young girl who has no desire for beer, but she knows what it is. She's not going to get caught up in their nonsense because she has no desire for it. However, she... Um, 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 therefore, you can be in Yukud with her. I think this thing with being Yukud in an animal, as far as I know, is only Midas Chassidus. I've never heard of someone being careful about it. And we say Jews are not suspected for bestiality, so I wouldn't worry about it. Okay, and we'll leave it there for today.